How are you doing? Are you good? Is everyone good? Good. It's good here, isn't it? No, honestly, you should be thankful because I go to lots of churches and I've got to get up and be like, wow, it's good here. And it's not, yeah? It's terrible. But it actually is good here. I, did anybody else really sense the presence of God? I was like, wow, God, God's great. So, no, it is. It's brilliant. And I'm really looking forward to doing my Edinburgh Fringe show tonight. And um, got the chance, like you just heard, to kind of tour it around Australia. It's funny. It's not like Christian funny. It's actually like proper funny. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know when like we uh, try to help the guy out who is like at the front, you know, like, oh, Christian laugh and uh, encouraging laugh. But no, hopefully it is actually properly funny. But also it's a great opportunity to get the cross right in the center place. So it's absolutely like amazing. So I'm married to Tamsin, and I've got two kids, Jordan, my son, and my daughter's called Kezia. And um, I read a book, a book by an American guy who was traveling with his um, son. And his son was sitting on the front row, listening to every sermon. And his son said to him, Dad, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And I'm like... I want that, yeah? I want my son to say that about me. And then he said, Dad, is it okay if I call you sir? And I'm like, I want that, yeah? So my son was 15. So I started to take him to different events. And he's sitting on the front row. And I remember this event. And there was about 3,000 people. And I was speaking. And Jordan's on the front row. Everyone's loving it. Everyone's engaged. Everyone except my son. He is just yawning. He's rolling his eyes. He's bored out his head, right? So I'm like, ah. Oh. And then after the event was finished, the leader said, Mark, we've got a little side room and we want you to answer some questions. We've got 70 leaders. We want you to answer some questions. I'm like, that's great. So I said to my son, Jordan, Come on, mate, we're going in here. So we go in, and the leaders, they're asking me questions like, how did you put that talk together? And I'm just starting to get a little bit above myself. You know, I'm like, I uh, crafted that talk, and you know, I'm like all that. Anyway, I see a little table at the side, and it's got tea and coffee on it. In front of all these leaders, I just said to my son, hey, Jordan, how about you jump up and get your dad a coffee. And in front of all the leaders, he went, how about you jump up and get it yourself? <laughs> it was like a synchronized buttock clench moment, yeah? You know, everyone clenches their butt at the same time. About 30 people went to get me coffee, yeah? It was embarrassing. And on the way home, I'm like, Jordan, come on. Blah. How about you get it yourself? And my 15-year-old son turned to me and says, Dad, God has told me to keep you humble. He's like, wow. He says, well, that's great, son, because God has told me to keep you in poverty. So it's all, it's all going to work out nice, isn't it, you little, little blessing? 
A lot of people ask me, like, why are you doing the Edinburgh Fringe? Some of you that know the Edinburgh Fringe, it's the biggest comedy festival in the world. Why would you go up there and do that? What is that about? And the reason is because I grew up in Edinburgh and I used to go as a 15, 16 year old lad. I used to go up and I would see comedians ripping Jesus to shreds, ripping Christianity apart, abusing and slagging off the character of Jesus, talking about the cross in a horrendous way. And as a 15 year old lad, I sat in that venue and I said, one day, I am going to be on that stage and I am going to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to lift up his name. And um, I'm so excited that the last, like I think it's the last seven or eight years, we've had this venue right next near to Edinburgh Castle and we've got this huge like opportunity to like get the gospel out there and make people laugh, people come in off the streets, have a great time. And then right there, boom, in the center, we put the cross. And we did a show called Mark Ritchie, Too Close for Comfort. And that's the show we're going to be doing tonight. And it's a lot of fun. And I would really encourage you to come. And I've been getting these amazing opportunities to speak in front of 80%, 90% of the crowd are unchurched. And I've been getting opportunities to be bringing the cross into pubs in Belfast, and clubs in Milton Keynes, and all these crazy different venues, and I'm getting the chance to put the cross in the most unlikely place. And you know, what I would just love to say is that I'm really feeling vulnerable because so often I'm in front of so many unchurched people, and I've realized that I need to have people praying for me. So like today, if if you get a little nudge from the Holy Spirit, I've got these cards with me. And basically, I send out a cheeky little email every Thursday, really short, that just tells people where I am, what I'm doing, and invites you to pray for me. So if that's something that God just gives you a nudge, come and get a card. We'd love for that. And uh, that would be amazing. So I want to pray for you today. I feel passionate about praying for you. I want to pray from Ephesians chapter 3. Just as Paul prayed for the Ephesians, so I want to pray for you. My friend who's a minister up north, he said that he was preaching and he was really sweating when he was preaching. And he called people forward at the front. And about 15 people came forward. And he prayed for the first gentleman and he put his hand on his head and he prayed this passionate Pentecostal prayer over him. And as he took his hand off his head, the guy's wig stuck to his hand. He took it right off his head. And then he's got the choice. What does he do then? Does he just have it hanging on his hand or does he try to get it off? And he's, I says, what did you do? He says, I just prayed for everyone else with the wig stuck to my hand. Can you imagine that? Just like, oh, maybe bald people would come forward and say, hallelujah. There's a miracle in the house today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm not going to call you forward. I'm not going to pray your wig off your head. But I do want to pray for you. I want to pray from Ephesians chapter 3. 
Ephesians chapter 3, just as Paul prayed. This was Paul's prayer in verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. See, Paul prayed three things over the Ephesians, and I want to pray three things today. The first thing is, I pray that you would be open to his flow of supernatural strength. I want to pray that you would be open to the supernatural power of God, that he would fill you, that he would empower you, that he would energize you, that he would strengthen you. You see, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he would strengthen you. I understand that in a room like this, with so many amazing people, I understand that some of you have got big weeks ahead, big decisions, difficult relationships, difficult and hard situations, things that are not easy to deal with. And I want to say that I don't think that God is going to magic wand away all those difficult situations. I wish he would. I wish I could say, listen, come to the front. We're going to pray a prayer and God's going to take all your troubles away. But you know what I've understood and learned over the last few years is that God doesn't always magic wand away our troubles. Our church back in Nottingham, we've had a troublesome time. Our senior minister lost his wife. She was 61. She died out of the blue. It was horrendous. We prayed our prayers. We asked God to heal her. We asked God for her not to die. But it's sad, but she did die. And I know that I'm speaking to mature Christians in this room. And you know that like God does not just take away all of our difficulties. God does not just like wipe away all of our struggles. My wife and me are going through a troublesome time. We've got like a member of our family down in London who is, is in a lot of difficulty. Tam, Tamsin's uh, family and, 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 and it's a bad situation. And we pray our prayers and we ask God, God, would you do something? But you know, listen, the, the circumstances have not changed. They're, they're still the same. I know that there are people in the room and you've got big things going on. You've got challenges going on. And you know, you've cried out to God and, and they've not changed. 
But what I want to say to you today is that we're going to have a moment at the end of the service where, you know, God may not change all your circumstances, but God is going to empower you. He is going to strengthen you. He is going to embolden you. He is going to energize you that when you go out from this place, whatever the struggle, whatever the trouble, you are going to have the spiritual energy to win in that situation. Amen. That God would fill you with that strength. That God would fill you with that energy from his glorious riches. That your inner man may be strengthened. Wow. You see, there is no enemy or obstacle in our lives today that we cannot overcome through Christ. That whatever it is you're facing, God can give you the energy and the strength to win. I am, um, I, a few years ago, um, my mate Nigel and my buddy Mike, we did the three peaks across Britain, the three highest mountains. And they say in the website, make sure you've got someone driving you from each mountain to, from the Scottish mountain to the English mountain to the Welsh mountain. Don't try and do it on your own. We were doing it in the 24 hour challenge. We were a little bit bravado. We can do it without a driver. They've not met us yet, have they? You know what I'm saying? They've not met this kind of caliber of man, yeah? What a mistake that was. We were so tired. You see, when we did the first mountain, it was great because it was a Scottish mountain. And I know a lot of you know this, but God is Scottish. And... Uh, so it was easy, you know, we were like sailing up there. It was lovely. And then we drove to the English mountain, the highest mountain in England. And wow, it was tough. And the terrain was hard. And we've got this peak in front of us that seems so far away. And it was really, really gritty and difficult. I don't know if you've ever been so tired that the people around you, whatever they do, Anything they do is annoying, yeah? Have you ever been in that situation where even the way they breathe annoys you, yeah? <sighs> I'm like, Mike, why are you breathing like that? It's like, I'm just breathing the way I've always breathed. I'm like, no, you're not. You're doing it deliberate to get under my skin. I was a bit tired, yeah? Oh, and it was difficult and it was hard and we were at the point where we wanted to quit and we were like, it was 3 a.m. and we were trudging up this mountain and we had a little stop and we had a stop for some, like, food and we had this food and we just got energized and we got strengthened and we sat there and we took our, like, power drinks and we took our um, high-caliber energy bars and we just sat there and then we stood up. And this is key. The mountaintop was still as far away as ever. The terrain was still exactly as difficult as it had ever been. None of the circumstances had changed. But now we had a strength inside of us that we were able to take the mountain. And we did it. We got to the top of the English one. And then we went to the Welsh one. And we got up to the top of the Welsh one. The great thing about Wales is you want to get up and get out as quick as possible, yeah? So it was like, yeah, come on. I'm just joking. If you're Welsh, I love you. Um, but 
wow, it's like we did it. We did it within the 24 hours. And I want to say to you today is that my prayer is, you know what? Maybe when you leave these doors, you're not going to have your circumstances completely different. Maybe it's still going to be tough. Maybe there's going to still be those hard conversations and those difficult meetings. Maybe that family member is still going to be painful. But the truth is, you're now going to be full of the inner energy of God. The strength and the power of God that you're going to have something within you that is going to be bigger and greater than anything you face out there. Amen. I've got faith for that today. I've got faith to believe that. I've got a challenging week coming up. And at the end, I'm going to be standing up and I'm going to be saying, God, I need you to fill me with your energy and your strength. I need you to fill me with your power. The second thing. Is not only do I want you to be open to his flow of supernatural strength, but I also want you to be open to his superlative love. Open to God's superlative love. Um, my mum and dad, they lived up in right up in the north of Scotland in a place called Fraserburgh. It's above Aberdeen. I call it Freezerborough, yeah? Because it is freezing all the time. And the thing about being there is, the, honestly, the beaches are so beautiful. They're so glorious. And I've got a favorite beach that is just miles and miles of beautiful white sand. But my dad called me to tell me bad news that some joyriders had got a car and they'd driven it through the towns and they'd got onto the beach and they'd set it on fire. And on this big, beautiful beach that I love so much, there's now this wreckage, burnt-out car with all the oil scars on the white sand. It's a really ugly sight. And uh, I was grieving this. I was like, oh, man, that's really... You can see it for miles, this wreckage on the sand. And then they had a storm. And they had such a massive storm. The waves were the biggest like I've ever seen. My dad's filming these waves. It was unbelievable. And you know, the waves went crashing onto that beach. And in the morning when everybody went out and had a look, the wreckage had been lifted up by the wave and had been taken away. The whole thing was wiped completely clean. Even the oil scars on the beach had been wiped away. And I want to say to you today, maybe you're watching online, maybe you're at the back, maybe you're up in the balcony. I want to say that every one of us in this room, we've got our wreckage. We've got our brokenness. We've got our stuff that is an ugly scar on our soul. But I want you to understand the power of the wave of God's forgiveness. That his wave of forgiveness washes over our soul and makes us completely clean. He picks up any brokenness. He picks up any scar of your soul. There's people in the room and maybe you've got regrets. Maybe you've got stuff that you wish you'd never done. Maybe you've got things that are just a mess and you say, Mark, it is an eyesore on my soul. I want to tell you of the power of the wave of God's forgiveness. I want to say, well, how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ? 
that the wave of Jesus would wash over your soul and wipe you and make you completely clean. That we can leave this place knowing that we've been washed completely clean. Wow. You know, I maybe do my shows and I do my comedy shows, but I want to tell you maybe the method has changed, but the message has not changed. The message is still the same, that the powerful blood of Jesus washes our hearts and makes them completely clean. And it's like, it will take away every single piece of wreckage. There is nothing that you have done. There is no sin. There is no mess that you have made that is too big for the powerful wave of Jesus' forgiveness. And it's like, wow, he makes me completely clean. Now, I want to be upfront. Listen, I believe in counseling. There's been times in my life where I've been and done counseling, and had that amazing ministry. Counseling is powerful. But I also want to say this, that there are moments where Jesus can do more in one moment than 10 weeks of counseling can do. Jesus has got the ability to wipe not only the wreckage away, but even the scar that is on your soul. I meet people that say, the brokenness has been dealt with. The cross has dealt with it all. But there's still a scar. There's still a little open wound on my soul from what has happened. And I want to say that Jesus, the wave of his grace and his love, can even come and can take away the scar. That some of the stuff that you should suffer for, for the next 10 years because of what you've done, Jesus can come and can bring healing to your soul. I want to pray, I want to pray that you would be open to his superlative love. That you would allow the wave of his forgiveness to wash over your soul in Jesus' name. Amen. See, not only do I want you to be open to this flow of supernatural strength, not only do I want you to be open to his superlative love, but I also want you to be open to his supreme power. When we were singing holy, holy, holy earlier, God is in this place and he is powerful and he is holy. And God can do things that we can only dream or imagine. He can do powerful, powerful things. I um, I got the chance to do this event a few years ago, and um, it was in the NEC Birmingham, and um, it was a great event, and the band were um, delirious. Can anybody remember delirious? It's like some people in the room are like, yep, yeah, I can remember this oh, a long time ago. And it was... There was a lot of people. There's 8,000 in there. And I was, I was a much younger guy. I'd not done any of that stuff before. I was really, really nervous. And then I was backstage, and then I was a bit terrified that I was going to be going on, and I was really, like, nervous about it all. 
and the delirious were playing out there and the preacher was going to be on soon and I'm pacing around. And then um, the God Channel, they got a hold of me and they said, oh, come and look at this. And then um, it was NEC Birmingham and they're showing it was live streamed and what had happened is that some Muslims had got on there and they had pronounced jihad against the event. And they said, whoever opens the Bible, we're going to kill him. And all the God Channel guys are all, you know, they're high-fiving, saying, wow, we've upset the devil, we've upset the enemy, this is amazing, oh, God's doing powerful things. Everybody's buzzing except me, because I'm thinking, I'm the guy that's opening the Bible, yeah? It's all right, these guys are all like, yeah, I'm like, mm. I thought, what am I going to do? I thought, maybe what I should do is get up and be like, I'm just going to open the Bible. My name's Pastor Jeff Lee, yeah, my... Uh, that's my address on the screen. <laughs> no. But, you know, I was terrified. I thought, nah, what's going to happen? I tried to find like a little room to pray in, but there was people everywhere. There was drama teams and music bands and everything. The only thing I could find was a cupboard. I found this cupboard and I shut it. It was a cleaning cupboard. And there I was with all the hoovers and everything. And I'm in there. And I stood before God. I says, God... I'm believing for salvation to come to this house, this place. I'm believing for you to do powerful things, but I'm terrified. I, I, I'm scared about the stuff that they're going to do to me. I'm scared of 8,000 people. I'm, I'm terrified. And I says, I want you to do more than I could ever dream or imagine. And God in that room said, Mark, you're not doing this for me. You're doing this with me. And in that room, I had this sacred moment where I sensed that God was going to do something incredible. And while I'm having this moment, suddenly there's a guy running up and down the corridors, screaming, where is the preacher? He's on in three minutes. Where is the preacher? I'm like, oh. And I stepped out of the cupboard, yeah? And I says, I am the preacher. And uh, this young guy looked at me, and just as he looked at me, a hoover like fell out, yeah? And I just says, don't worry about that. That is a hoover of anointing, yeah? I take you everywhere I go. And he just looked at me, and he went, are you really the preacher? And I was like, yeah, I am. And uh, I went on, and honestly, the sense of the presence of God. And on that day, 1,300 people gave their lives to Jesus. And God did more than we could ever dream or imagine. Amen. And you know, I want to I wanna say to us today that in a moment we're going to get the opportunity to be open to his supreme power. And I want to say, do you know what? Let's not downsize our God. Let's not downsize his abilities and what he can do. I want to stir your faith today that God wants to do more than you could dream or imagine. That God, maybe today you could text a friend or a neighbor, get them to come along tonight. Maybe you could kind of like make, have a prayer for healing today. Maybe you could have a prayer that God will bless some situation financially today. And you know, I was stirred up to believe that there could be miracles in this house. That we could say, God, we want to be open to your supreme you see, um, Paul says, I pray that you're open to his supreme power more than you could dream. 
wow, God is awesome, glorious, powerful. He is measurably, he can do immeasurably more than we could ever imagine or think. When I was 27, I got the chance to go and preach in America. I went to this big church in America and uh, I was preaching on the Sunday and it went really well for me and I got on great and, and the, they said as a leadership, we want you to meet our mission board on Wednesday. And uh, he says, you know, we believe in what you're doing in the UK. We want you to come and to put an ask before us. So I was like a young guy. I was praying. I was believing. I was like, wow, okay. So I was standing outside this mission board, outside the room, just waiting to be called in. And this old gentleman comes past. He was an elder of the church. He's a lovely, old, gracious man. He goes, oh, Mark. Thank you for your preach on Sunday. I says, wow, it was an honor. He goes, you're just about to go into the mission board. I said, yeah. He goes, can I ask you what you're going to ask them for? So I took a big gulp and I said, well, I've got this little thing that I'm doing back in the UK. I need about 150 pounds to make it work. I'm going to go in there and ask for it. And I said to him, I hope that's not going to be too much. And this old gentleman says, Mark, Mark, 150 pound. Don't go in there and ask for 150 pound. If you go in there and ask for 150 pound, guess what? They'll give you 150 pound. He says, Mark, this mission board is one of the biggest in this whole region. The resources they've got are incredible. You've got to think a bit bigger. Believe for a bit more. And then he, on he went. I had a few minutes before I went in and I had a little prayer and I had this big schools program and I realized that I could ask and I thought I'm doing it. I went in and I stood before the board and they said, Mark, we believe in what you're doing. I says, I've got this big schools project and I'd like to ask you for 10,000 pounds. The board looked and said, okay. I told them a little bit of the detail and then they says, let's just have a couple of minutes. They went away and had a prayer. And they came back and said, it would be our joy and delight to give you 10,000 pounds. And because I am Scottish, I was like, why didn't I ask for 20,000 pounds? What is wrong with me? But you know, in a moment, we're going to come before awesome, glorious, powerful God. I'm asking that you don't come for a little small, don't come before God and say, I've got a little bit of a sore tummy. Would you fix it for me, God? It's a moment where we can ask for big, audacious things. Maybe there's somebody in the room, you need a healing. Maybe there's a friend that needs to become a Christian. Maybe that family member's going through some stuff. I'm going to encourage you that we'll come before God and we will ask God for amazing things. That you would be open to his supreme power. God will do more than you could dream or imagine. Hallelujah. So we're going to have a few moments in the presence of God. I don't know if one or two of the band could come and help me on the stage. I have to say, this church, you guys are amazing. You're very polite. You wait. I'm preaching in loads of places 
and I'm getting to my third point. And as I'm in my third point, suddenly there's a keyboard player just playing along, yeah? And that's kind of like the church's way of saying, okay, we're finished now, yeah? Let's wrap this up, yeah? And I thought that was bad until my wife has bought one for home, yeah? She's got a keyboard in the house. She starts playing it, yeah, let's wrap this up, yeah, yeah? No, thank you. Let's just have a moment where we're like, Father God, May we be open in these next couple of moments. May we be open to your supreme power, to your superlative love. Hallelujah. That we would be open to your strength. I'm going to give you an opportunity. I know there's a lot of people in the room. You've got a lot of stuff going on. You need the strength, God's energy, God's strength. You need your soul to be empowered for some of the stuff that you've got going on. I've not got enough time to faff around, so this is how I'm going to do it. If that's you, we're going to pray three different things if that's you today and you need his inner strength I'm going to invite you that you stand where you are right now and I've got a prayer inside me and I'm going to pray it in Jesus name holy 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 God holy God comfortable and you feel okay, I ask you right now to raise up your hands to heaven. And God, Father, these wonderful, great people, we've got challenges, we've got things going on, our lives are busy and difficult and we've got obstacles and we've got things that are happening. We pray in the name of Jesus that right now that we would be open to your inner strength, your inner power. That you would come and that you would fill us. That God, that right now you would give us the boldness and the strength. That you would absolutely fill us with everything we need for this week ahead. For the challenges we've got coming up. Would you give us everything, the resources from heaven in the name of Jesus. but I feel like some people have stood because they've got family challenges family challenges going on and you don't know how to deal with that one you don't know how to deal with that situation you don't know how to talk to that one and we're just praying in Jesus name we're praying in Jesus name that God would give you the strength oh the circumstance might not change oh the circumstance might not be different but you would go from this place different in Jesus' name, energized by His power and His Holy Spirit in the name of the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Listen, just grab your seats for a moment as we're in the presence of God because in a minute we're going to just pray one big last bold prayer. But let's just have our heads bowed for a minute. 
And I'm aware that maybe so many people are not going to respond at this moment. But that's fine. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Some people in the room, the wreckage, the brokenness, the scar on your soul, the mess, that we would be open to his superlative love. And this is a harder one to respond to. But again, if you're in this room and you're like, oh God, I want your wave of forgiveness to wash over my soul. Then wherever you are, I'm going to ask you to take courage and just to stand right now. I'm going to pray a short prayer and ask you to sit back down. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well done. Well done. Holy God. Oh, Father. Your forgiveness washes over us. Your blood makes us completely clean. and the wreckage and you take it and even the scar on our soul would you come now would you come would you wipe away the scar in Jesus name in your holy name Amen well finally I feel like everyone will be for this let's all stand shall we I'm going to hand back in one moment but I've got a prayer, a prayer of his supreme power. What are you going to ask him for? What's your dream, your imagination? What is your request before God? This is not the time for small prayer. This is not the time for little tiny ask. This is a time to come before the God who is so resourceful, so powerful. And we're going to come before God. There might be someone calling for a healing. There might be someone praying for a cancer to be moved in Jesus' name. There may be someone praying for finance. There may be someone praying for a relative. We're going to call on God. We've got to be open to His supreme power that He will do mighty things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, before I hand back, can you raise up your hands high to heaven? Can we believe together they've got an awesome God? Can we believe together that God would do more than we could ever dream or imagine? My prayer is that salvation would come to this house, that there would be many people get saved in 2024 in this place, in Jesus' name. But I don't know what your prayer is, but I'm praying right now that Father God, you are awesome and holy and glorious. God, you are bigger and greater than we could ever know or imagine. And we come before you with requests. We come before you with asks, big asks. Would you come in your power? Would you come in your holiness? Would you come in your glory? And God, we will be so grateful that we would always remember, hallelujah. 
give you praise, to give you honor and glory, because you've done what only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Let's give God a massive high clap.